Welcome to the Actor and the Actuary as we two guys in opposite states talk about our careers, our lives in completely two different worlds as we try to figure out what the heck's going on, who we are, what we're doing, and if it means something. Hi, good Gosh. evening. Good yeah. evening. That is new. Was that what a new mean? was that a new opener? Yeah, I I you know, I labored over it all week. What do you think? I think it's good. I think it uh gives me some purpose. Oh, well, thanks for affirming me and, uh, you know, not shooting it down. I appreciate that. You're welcome. All right. Well, um, you know, maybe I can affirm uh, what you've got going on over there. So uh, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Wow, that is, uh, wow, you really broke the bank on that one. <laughs> uh, this is a shout out to my father-in-law, Ron Zook. Uh, drinking a natural light here tonight, guys. Natural light. Don't we call those natties? We call them that... natties where yeah. we're at. All right, sweet. What do you got? A natty. Uh, well, I've got surprise, surprise, an IPA. This is a, uh, this is an honor of you. This is a squeezy rider West Ooh. Coast IPA from the shoots. Ooh, all the way from the wild west, I see. Mm-hmm. This one they do distribute here in the bold north. Bold north. What's that one called again? It's called the Squeezy Rider West Coast IPA. <laughs> Squeezy Rider. <laughs> yeah, I bought this uh, IPA variety pack. You might see some uh, Deschutes IPAs in the future here. Uh, they have apparently four different types of IPAs. I yeah. thought they only had fresh squeezed, but I guess I did that recently them. with the, the Lagunitas variety pack, and I was pre- pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm surprised there's so much variety there. Uh, I did not find a, a variety pack of the naturals. <laughs> Actually, uh, that is not true. There is a variety. There's a couple called like Natty Daddy, like natural ice and then natural light ice. Or I don't know. There's a few different varieties. We should, we should taste test those. We should, we should somehow do a taste test. I don't know how we can think about the logistics. That'd be okay. kind of fun though. Okay. All right. Let's do a taste test app. I don't know if it's at, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be of Natty. No, maybe no, we could no. do something like some different uh, value wines, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that could be kind of fun. We could do like a flight and then like uh, a couple of brewskis. Yeah. All right. um, it, it sounds like an episode that we would maybe consider bringing in a couple uh, monikers on. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a Just good a idea. Thought. So, yeah. yeah, if you're listening and you, uh, if you like that idea of joining our test, episode where we test some drinks Mm -hmm. this is an official invite out to anybody who writes in or has written in with a moniker if you'd like to join for a portion of an evening and just have a a couple sips with us we're going to do a a sip and talk is what the episode is going to be called sip and talk uh you heard it here first on the actor in the actuary that's right just email us at the actor in the actuary at gmail.com anyone who emails and wants to be part of it can be um, how rejected will you feel if not one person wants to be a part of this? I would feel quite rejected, actually. I, I, I don't necessarily do well with rejection, but I have gotten a little bit thicker skin over the years uh, with said rejection. But if somebody doesn't write in and says, hey, yeah, I'd like to be a part of that, it might make me sad. Yeah, I'm always, you know, actually, anytime that I host a party, I've always got this little voice in the back of my head. I'm always a little nervous that nobody's going to come. And I don't know where that came from. Like, I don't think I've actually ever hosted something that nobody's ever come to. Right. But, uh, you know, back in the days when you'd send like evites, um, this is like before Facebook, I don't even know how you invite people to parties now. How do you, is it like, 
I don't know. How, how do you do it? Do you know? Um, maybe like group text or like Evite or send a send an email on BCC everyone. <laughs> People still use Evite? Okay. I well. don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, somebody also let us know how you invite people to parties. That would yes. be a, a great thing to know. Um, anyway, but I, I don't know if it's ever happened, but anytime I've had to send something out, I always just get this feeling like, oh my gosh, nobody's going to come and mm. I'm just going to feel like a loser. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I've, I've always kind of felt that. I, I don't know why. That makes me feel sad. And also I agree with you. Do you have like some time, like if, when you hear the word rejection, do you have one story that comes to mind of like when you've been rejected in the past that it kind of hurt on our, what I would consider to be our first date. She would not consider it to be. I took Jacqueline out to lunch and, uh, we went to lemonade of all places. Um, her choice. And what, what is that for those of us that don't live oh, in, the wild yeah, west. in the wild west? It's a, uh, it's a little, uh, like a healthy sandwich and soup shop. It's kind of like a Panera, but it's a little bit nicer and maybe a little bit more organic type of thing. Gotcha. Yep. Um, okay. But so we go and, and, uh, I buy lunch, which therefore I would like to say is a date and we're talking and this is like our first hangout one-on-one and she's, she's talking with me and we, she asked me my age and she goes, Oh, you're a baby. And I was like, wow, okay, hold on. We're not that far apart in age, but like I immediately felt rejected. And I will say this because I've all my life felt like I'm that little tiny kid. Mm. You know, I always hung out with the older kids like you guys, or I always, you know, I always hung out with a group older than me, but I always looked younger. I just, that's just how I am. I'm always, and I've shared multiple stories, whether it be with basketball or things like that, where, you know, I've always been younger looking and I've been I never sprouted as early as everybody else. And I was just late to the party. I don't know. That was my first initial thought of, you know, one of my rejections I've had. What about you? Well, my very first instinct would be to bring up a story I've already brought up. So I won't bring that up about being turned down on a date because a girl said she would have to shower then. Um, So that's a a whole nother story uh, that I've already told. So I'll go with one that's actually very recent from last week. Okay. um, Because I think it pairs well with yours. Um, so I was on a, a business trip last week uh, down in Phoenix, Arizona, hmm. um, and I was at this kind of a swanky hotel. Um, and you know, when I go on these business trips, it's kind of it. We had all of our like a hundred of our top clients there, and so it's my job to talk to people and um, you know just tell them that they're great, you know, and kind of schmooze a little bit. Um, and I really hate that. I like, I, I hate being at, it was like a, a dinner, but it was like the whole dinner was like a cocktail hour. Like you walk around these different buffet tables and there's different standing tables and sitting tables. And you're just supposed to like mix and mingle with people. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, not supposed to talk with people that you actually know that are from your company. And like that, I hate that situation. That's the worst. And, um, <laughs> so I, uh, I, I, I was doing okay. I, had had a number of conversations and then I was trying to find the next people I was going to talk to. <laughs> and there was a table of like, there's like six chairs and there were two people sitting at it. And so I, I'm like, all right, well, I'll just go sit down and start talking to him. So I, I walk over there and, uh, <laughs> they do not acknowledge me. They keep talking to each other. Wow. And I step, I step a little closer and they don't acknowledge me. And then I, I sit down and I'm like, Hey, can I grab a seat here? 
<laughs> and they're kind of like, oh, uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry. Is this, if it's not a bad time, I'll come back. And they're like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. We're, we're just actually talking about something kind of personal here. And I, sorry, we, I think we just need to finish this conversation. And they probably were, and it's fine. But like, I, I was like, uh, I think my, th- my skin has gotten a little thicker too. So it didn't bother me that much, but yeah. I was like, oh, I just hate this so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the reason I think it meshes well with yours is, I, you know, you related yours to an insecurity that you had. And I think that was true of me too. Like I just hate inserting myself into conversations. Um, and then to like, realize that, like realize that insecurity, I think that mm-hmm. just made it uh, that made that rejection of sorts all the worse. Yeah. And I, and I find that that insecurity populates in a lot of my conversations and or moments of rejection, even if it's not like a full on rejection, it's like a comedic element in a meeting or a comedic element in a story or something where it's like, it's referenced and it's like, Oh, Jeff, he's so cute. You know, he's that little mm. 14 year old boy over there, mm. you know, like there's those comments that is like, okay, great. You know, no problem. I can laugh it off. I've doing it my whole life. But at the same time, it's like, great. Yeah. Just continue to punch me in my insecure location, which is like, great. Don't make me feel like I'm old enough to be at the party. Mm-hmm. I bet people don't realize they're doing that. I'm sure I've like made that joke to you and I never realized it bugged you. <laughs> you did. I'm so sad. <laughs> well, um, I am officially issuing my apology to you. Not accepted. Anyway. Oh. So, um, so yeah, so there's like moments like that. And then there's, I think career moments and especially out in the film industry, like you, rejection is, and I think we've talked about this as an actor, like an everyday occurrence, you know, mm. you audition time and time again. And it's just like, no, thanks. You're just not right for it. And usually there's just like, I don't know, some kind of a BS excuse as to why you're not to make you feel good about it. Like here, like, so I, I booked a, an episode on uh, the show, Dave, two years ago. And so I, I book a, a role on it and the way it reads, I'm like, just, I'm like the out of the episode. I'm like the last scene of the episode and it's like a cliffhanger and I'm like on a dating app and it's just like a slow push in on my guy who's just like on his phone and comes over my shoulder. And I like click on this, like a, it's almost like a, like a Tinder app where I like, like her and it's the lead of the show. And I like her and it's like, you're a match. And then it cuts to credits and I'm like, okay, from reading this, it sounds like you would have to build out this character more, right? Like mm-hmm. if I were to book this role, I don't think they're going to just end this guy's character. It just seems really weird to like introduce right. this match and then leave him hanging. Yeah. So anyway, so I do the episode, nothing's ever referenced like that. And then like two months later, we get a call and my agent's like, Hey, you're going to be a recur on this, ep- on this show, meaning you're going to you know, be back for the same character and you're going to be on more episodes. And I'm like, great. This is fantastic. And then like later in the day, it's like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. They, they want you to read for the same role again to make sure that you can do this other scene because they think the characters are a little bit different and they want you to re-audition again to see mm. if it's the same character works. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> so we do that, send it in, I feel fine about it. And the next day they call my agent and they're like, sorry, yeah, we the, the role itself... We just felt like it was different. And Jeff is just, he's just, I wish I had this problem. He's too attractive looking. And that was in an email. And, and it was like to butter you up to like, make you feel good about 
not getting the job, but really it's like most likely like they just didn't, this just wasn't what they were looking for. And, or Mm -hmm. my theory is I looked a little bit too similar, like one of the serious regulars and like they needed a reason, but they try to reject you with Mm -hmm. a reason that makes you feel better about yourself, which isn't terrible, but it's like, can you just tell me why? So I can understand like why I didn't book the job. Um, But there's, you know, there's constant like reasons for just being rejected over and over again even when you think you've booked the job you can't possibly not book it again Mm. and then you're cut out yeah i was going to ask you then how would you want to be rejected but i think you answered that you would just want the the truth whatever whatever it is right well yeah because i think that if they would have been like i'm sorry we didn't like his take on this we were going to go a different route it'd give me an understanding of like, Oh, what are they looking for? Maybe I can go and study whatever the next guy does, which I would still do, but like, see if there was something I could have done differently. And, or I wish there would have been like a redirect of like, could you, you know, make your hair messier where whatever, like they can dumb you down if that's the thing, or they can up you up. Like there's just things that they could do. So I really wanted to know what the answer was, but there's just so much, you know, crap about why someone is or is not rejected that. I don't know. I just didn't, I just want truth. Yeah, that is a dumb answer. And dumb answer. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Ugh. Well, are you are you ever in the position at your current job where you uh, might have to reject somebody or some work that they've done? Yeah, I mean, I've 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 to fire people, um, which is a form of rejection for sure. Um, yeah. And also tell people why I didn't hire them, I guess, mm-hmm. in a similar scope. And I think it is hard to tell people why they're not great for the role. I can't really be like, you don't communicate well, or you're kind of awkward, or I just don't believe in your sales <laughs> abilities. Or, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, you kind of like, oh, sorry, we're going a different route. You're not quite right for the role, but we'll let you know if we, you know, the next position comes up, but I, no, I'll never contact them again. Um, yeah. So maybe I do it too. I don't know. It's, it's tough, but the firing's hard because you've already established a relationship and then you're like, right. and see you later for X, Y, Z. Yeah. That's got to feel hard. I've gotten a knack for it now, which is unfortunate that I know how to let people down in a way that yeah. they like apologize. Oh, wow. <laughs> but how, how, how many people have you like estimate? How many people have you had to let go? 10 to 15, probably. Oh yeah. That is quite a bit. What about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say a similar thing, like either, like sometimes we have interns and, uh, they're looking for a full-time job. And so you have to tell them they didn't get the job, which is pretty, it's kind of similar to that, you know? Um, or, or yeah, or, or there's cases where you do have full-time employees that are, they're not, uh, they're not quite doing enough. And yeah, I think it's, it's hard on me. I, I know that I, you know, it's, it's probably not as hard on me as it is on them, but I like, if I know that I have to talk to have a difficult conversation like that with somebody, I, I know I'm thinking about it all day up yeah. until it happens. Um, just cause I, I don't know. I think maybe I like, I put myself in, in their shoes and I kind of, I think about if it were me and I, <laughs> I, I internalize that a little bit. Um, well, I think that that's probably why you're in a management position to be able to do that, because I think there needs to be some intentional care when you're letting somebody go from their job. Um, 
it's hard in my position when I let somebody go because not only are they getting fired, but they're losing their home. <laughs> oh, right. Because they, it's yeah. the worst. And also, I have to say, and per your contract, you have to be out in three days. <laughs> three days? We generally extend it to seven to 14 on average, but oh, like that's, yeah, that's max. Rough. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And when this happens, have you like, have you had conversations with them before that, that they? Yeah. Yeah. They see There's it coming. Been, like write-ups or disciplinary actions or like, hey, you're, you know, one-on-one talks and trainings of like, you're not communicating well, you're not doing this well. Yeah. Some people like the writings on the wall and they're like, yeah, I kind of knew this was coming. And yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that may, does make it a little, a little bit better, but yeah, I think I'm like, I'm all, almost, I don't know. I, I think I might prefer getting rejected than giving rejection. Hmm. <laughs> I think because I, I, I don't know, I, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty durable, you know, like, yeah, I might get bummed out, but whatever. I'll be, I'll, I'll bounce back in, right. in a day or well, whatever. It's also, it's also because you do have the control when you're the one being rejected. You, you have control of like the outcome of, okay, I'm in control of how I feel. Mm-hmm. But when you let somebody else go or you offer the rejection, it's like, it's uncontrollable because you're at the mercy of how they're reacting to you. Yep. Yeah. That is, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I think there is a little bit of fear in, of that too, of like, oh my gosh, what, what are they going to say to me? And am I going to have an answer for them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> rejection, uh, rejection is tough, but it's a part of life. Rejection is there, I think, really to help help the person that's rejected in most cases improve or progress or move to something that they are a better fit for. You know, like ending something um, or rejecting something is not, it's not necessarily a, a bad thing, but I think it. I don't know. You always think it is when you're going through it. Right. So I've let go somebody once and then they messaged me. I want to say two years later on Instagram and they're like, Hey, I just, I know, I don't know if you remember me, but this, and I'm like, of course, well, I just want you to know, I really appreciate that you let me go and you took me to like breakfast and did it and like, let me know why. And like, give me an understanding of what I can do because I have this new position and I have this new understanding of what I could offer to it. And, and I just wanted to say, thank you. (laughs) Um, And I, I, I like, I, I appreciated that. And also it reminds you how important it is on like the way you do it, how you do it, because like I said, in this show, I, I wish they would have given me some understanding of why so that I could have bettered myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes that's important to remember that if you're offering a form of rejection, there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it. And that was encouraging to hear that there was a way and was affirmed there was a way to do it that was helpful to this person's future career. Yeah, that's like a best case outcome. And that's really great that they actually reached out to you. <laughs> right. Um, if somebody ever did that to me, that would make me feel a whole lot better about, uh, uh, about giving that kind of rejection to people in the future. Cause I'd be like, okay, like I'm, it would give me confidence that I can do it in a way that's going to help them. Anyway. So I, I wanted, we just kind of wanted to throw it out there. Have you ever felt rejected? Um, let us know. I mean, we, again, the whole point of this, um, podcast is to engage into anyone listening to, to feel comfortable to reach out and and offer some 
insight into how you felt rejected, how you sometimes maybe have had to offer rejection and what that was like. So let us know. It doesn't have to be just all, all jokes around here. We, we would love to kind of engage with you and, and feel out what that looks like for you. Uh, if you're new to the show, let us know your moniker when you write in. If you're an experienced moniker, uh, hit us up as well. And uh, let's talk. The actor in the actuary at gmail.com. That is the actuary speaking folks. And I am the actor. Um, we thank you for listening in this lovely evening on rejection. And there is a poem that Aaron is going to improv about rejection. When I told you to leave, it was for your sake. It wasn't because of me and because I wanted cake. You wanted to go, but I said, put on the brakes. Don't look at me. It's not my take. Thank you for listening in, guys. Have a good night. Mm-hmm.